there is a difference between simple and easy. Easy means anyone can do it. Easy to understand, easy to implement. Like putting on your socks. Here are socks. You put them on your feet before you put on your shoes. Easy. Simple, on the other hand, is easy to understand, but not so easy to execute. And though some may disagree, I believe marketing should be simple, easy to understand, and not necessarily so easy to execute. The whole purpose of this podcast is to break things down to make them easy to grasp. I want to boil things down to their essence, to get to the heart of what we're trying to talk about. Because I know you guys are busy. I'm busy, which is why I like simplicity. I want the concept to be explained simply so I can spend the majority of my time figuring out exactly how to implement the ideas. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the digital marketing toolkit so that you understand digital marketing is more than just your Instagram feed. Stick around. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who can see when shown, and those who will never see. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for everyone in the middle. Hey everyone, I want to thank you again for tuning in. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly marketing podcast dedicated entirely to chefs, restaurant owners, and marketing professionals working in the hospitality industry. Each week, I choose a different topic. We explore that topic. We pick it apart. Hopefully, we come across some useful insights, and then we finish up with an assignment. I leave you with a short, actionable task, just something you can do right away to start implementing some of the concepts we talk about here on the show. Because as I've said before, I believe information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Before we go on, I want to stop here and, uh, and give a big shout out to all of you who have been following along. Whether you've been here from the start or you've just recently discovered the podcast, please know I'm thrilled to have you here. We've got listeners uh, here from New York, where I live, uh, from Pennsylvania, Virginia, Maryland, uh, Florida, Oregon, Texas, California, uh, Wisconsin, what up, Nathan, uh, Vancouver, London, and our furthest listener all the way over in Bangkok, Thailand. It is unbelievable, you guys. Thank you for tuning back in uh, every week, and thank you. Please, please keep spreading the word. Um, I'll invite you, as I do every week, to subscribe to the podcast, and if you have a minute, please leave us a rating or review. It just helps us boost our rankings, which just allows us to reach more people. So today, this is episode 10, and we're talking all about digital marketing. So uh, the Digital Marketing Toolkit, there are five basic tools in the toolkit. Uh, we're going to go through them, and I'm going to give you some uh, a basic understanding, just a basic overview um, of all of the tools. Uh, in time, we're going to go through and spend an episode on each individual one, so we're not going to get too wrapped up in the weeds here, um, but just an overview so you have a, a sense of a, a better sense of understanding about how this all works. So the Digital Marketing Toolkit uh, includes these five areas. Number one is SEO or search engine optimization. Number two is permission marketing. Number three is social media. Number four is content strategy. And number five is paid advertising. Depending on what kind of business you're in, these are more or less important. Um, you're going to focus on uh, certain areas and not others. Uh, to prove the point, I'm going to use a couple of examples. First, a locksmith. So this is a very difficult business to be in uh, because most of the time people are calling a locksmith uh, for one of two reasons. Number one, 
they just moved into town and they don't really know the neighborhood and they need new locks on the door. Uh, or number two, they just got locked out of their house. So a locksmith is something most of us only need a few times in our lives. But when we need one, we need it now. Hey, uh, just got locked out of your house. What do you do? Check Instagram? No, you Google locksmith near me. Or when you move into a new place, you Google best locksmith in my neighborhood. Uh, or whatever it is. It's a search game. And so for a locksmith, being found is the whole game. They don't need a fancy website with pricing and services. They don't need an Instagram account with beautiful high-resolution images. They just need to be found. On the other side, let's think about an e-commerce site like a clothing brand. So there, it's all about cultivating a lifelong consumer. Uh, first, they have to try and attract new customers. Uh, so they're probably looking at some paid advertising. Uh, but then they're also looking at retention because people will need clothes from time to time. So it's going to be about building a core audience and then reminding them time and time again about who you are and what you do. So a clothing brand will need a well-designed website that helps streamline the buying experience. They will probably want a social media presence. Uh, most importantly, they will want an integrated permission marketing strategy like emails and, uh, and things like that. And they will also probably want uh, some paid advertising. Of course, restaurants have their own unique issues. Depending on what kind of restaurant you have, um, you're going to want to utilize different tools. Uh, pizza place has different needs than a high-end French restaurant, right? And so on. So as we go through all five of these, I'm going to break down each one just so you have a better understanding of what each one is. A digital marketing strategy, a comprehensive one, uh, should have each of these five areas thought out in some way. So let's get started. SEO is search engine optimization. This is how people find you on the internet. This is what happens when you Google your business, right? Google your business and see what comes up. Um, I'm starting here because this is by far the most important of the five. It, how you rank on Google and Bing uh, will have a, a great effect on uh, your bottom line. Um, it's about optimizing your website and social media platforms so that they all match, uh, that they point towards the same direction uh, so that you can help capture traffic. This is about helping people find you. So in order to figure out how you help people find you, you have to first know what they're searching for. Um, I want you to Google your business, literally. Um, type in your name. So uh, if I type in Gramercy Tavern, the first hit, the first item that comes up is GramercyTavern.com. And then under that, you've got Yelp and TripAdvisor and one of their reviews from the New York Times and on and on, right? That's as it should be. All the pertinent information. When somebody types in Gramercy Tavern, um, Google knows that's what they're looking for. The next part of this is that you've got to figure out what else they're Googling um, when they want to find a restaurant like Gramercy Tavern. So uh, fine dining New York City, uh, best restaurants in New York, uh, best American restaurants in New York City, Best restaurants in Gramercy, best restaurants in Flatiron. That's the neighborhood where they are. You have to know what people are searching for in order to know how to help them find you specifically. So um, the other piece to this is Google My Business. Um, if you go to googlemybusiness.com, um, if you haven't claimed your page yet, um, you should do that and claim your page. This will allow you to go in and uh, and update the pictures and update your hours and and make sure all the information there is correct, uh, so that people who are you know looking for you um, are then greeted with uh, with all the appropriate information uh, information and photos uh, that are going to sell you. So SEO, how you are found on uh, the internet on a places 
as vast as the internet um, is crucial. That's why I rank it number one. It's, it's kind of the whole game. After that, the next one is permission marketing. So when someone opts into a newsletter or clicks a box during the checkout process saying they want to hear more about your upcoming events and promotions, they are giving you permission to contact them. And this is one of the most valuable things a customer can give us these days, which is their attention. Email marketing should be one of the cornerstones of your marketing plan. Now, I know it's gone through waves. In the beginning, it was hot then it was hated, but now it seems to be the preferred method of communication. So you should be sending regular communications to your email list. Now, whatever regular means to you, maybe that's once a month or once a week or twice a week or, or whatever it is, but you should be uh, somewhat consistent with it. Um, it should be every so often, and you should think about value, right? You want them on your list so that you can tell them about the things that you have going on, right? The reservation book is opening for New Year's Eve, or we're uh, introducing our new menu, or we're, we're running a wine dinner, or we're running some other kind of promotion, right? You want them on the list so that you can sell to them, uh, but then think really carefully about why they're on your list. Why do they want to be on the list? What do they get out of the transaction? So make sure that uh, some of your communications uh, have value built in. Now, this is done a variety of ways, and I'm not going to prescribe to you uh, how you need to do this, but, but make sure you're answering that question. Why should someone be on your list? Maybe it's uh, access. Maybe it's uh, behind the scenes. Maybe it's uh, images, whatever it is. Maybe it's recipes. I've done this for uh, for some of my clients uh, where we share recipes from a cookbook or uh, a recipe that we're developing for the new spring menu. All of these can be ways um, to give your uh, patrons something, but permission marketing is crucial. When somebody signs up for your email list, they're saying they are one of your biggest fans. They are one of your 10, 20, 50, 100,000 people uh, that, that most care about what you're doing. Uh, don't waste that. Uh, take advantage of that. Uh, the next one is social media, and uh, I'll say right up front, a lot of people uh, I'll, you'll ask and say, do you have a digital marketing strategy? And they say, yeah, we do social media. Social media is not digital marketing. It is part of digital marketing. As we've been going through here, right, there's SEO and permission marketing and content strategy and, and paid advertising and social media. It's just one of the five areas we should be focusing on. It's important, and especially for the restaurant industry, it is important, but it's not the silver bullet that's going to save your business. So don't think that, uh, oh, we haven't been doing it. And now that we do it, uh, it's going to all be better. Um, it's not. But what it does do, it does very, very well. So what exactly does it do? It is the most efficient, most cost-effective tactic available for reaching your target audience and communicating key details on a daily basis about what the experience is like, about what the customer can expect when dining with you. And for that, social media is invaluable. Think about, you know, 30 years ago when uh, when a brand needed to reach a customer, it was uh, it was about spending millions of dollars either in print advertising or in television commercials. So when they wanted to tell you something about the brand, they had to do it. And it was very, very expensive. And now you can reach your target audience so easily. Um, you can you can communicate with them uh, all the time, um, sharing uh, what you do, giving them an idea of, of what the experience is like, uh, promotions and, and images and, and all of this. It, you can have a conversation with your patrons, um, which is uh, pretty rare. It used to be that the only time you had a conversation with somebody is when they called to complain or when they sent in a letter complaining about the product. But now we get to know right away when people aren't happy with the product or when they love the product. So social media is a key way of... Um, 
uh, of keeping in touch with your fans. Um, I would say uh, as you go through this, we will uh, we will spend an entire episode down the line all about social media. Um, but social media is about being social. It is about engaging. So um, finding ways to engage with your people, to ask questions, to have a dialogue back and forth. Um, that's when the that's when social media really uh, is at its best. Now, in this area, in this uh, social media, I also uh, throw Yelp and TripAdvisor in here because they are social sites, right? This is where someone dines and then uh, shares a review online. Um, they want to share their opinion about what they thought about the uh, the meal. And uh, those of us in the restaurant industry uh, love to hate Yelp. Um, it is a way our patrons can continue to talk about their experience. Um, and, and that's largely a good thing. Um, so individual reviews uh, are maybe less uh, helpful, um, but when they're all aggregated, you get you know, an aggregated score. And, and that often is helpful. Same thing with TripAdvisor. Um, so I would say lump those in, uh, into all of that. Next up is content strategy. Content strategy is what I'm doing right now. It's a plan for putting out consistent content to help build an audience. And the way this works best is when you're uh, serving your audience. So uh, it's about providing them with information or connections or whatever. In in turn, they will become your fans. So this can be uh, YouTube or a blog or a podcast or a Facebook Live or whatever, but this is where you put out content. Um, and this should be tied to a specific goal. So um, driving traffic to a website, or it should be about building an email list or selling a product. Uh, let me explain. I've had my own business now for a couple of years. Again, the name of the company is Chip Close Creative. It's just, um, it's me uh, running a digital marketing agency here in New York City. I've got about a dozen clients where I help them uh, grow and fortify their um their digital presence. Uh, now that's extended into other forms of marketing, but in the beginning, that's what it was. Um, this podcast is very much an extension of my work. First and foremost, I want to build a list so that I've got um, a group of fans that I can communicate with. But more importantly, it was about serving the audience, right? As I was working with restaurants and chefs and, and the restaurant owners, um, I was seeing a need. I was seeing a hole um, that people weren't thinking about marketing in the ways that I was thinking about marketing. So I, I thought that maybe uh, other people out there um, were also having the same kind of issues. And so I decided to start a podcast. That's literally what I'm doing now. I'm trying to help people put together a marketing strategy and execute a marketing strategy so that they can uh, boost their revenue and, and grow their business. Um, so I'm serving people. I'm, I'm trying to help uh, you, the listener. Uh, and then I'm also trying to um, to build an email list and to, and to, um, to build a following. Um, so it does two things at once. And again, content strategy can come in a variety of different forms. Uh, maybe this isn't right for your restaurant, or maybe it is. Um, like I talked about before for um, for search engine optimization, um, it's always good if you've got a portion of your site that is quote unquote alive, uh, something that's always changing. This is uh, a lot of the times why people have a blog, uh, because the uh, the Google crawlers that kind of crawl all over the internet, uh, returning back information, uh, letting Google know what's relevant and what isn't, um, it likes when things are changing, when, when, when a site is alive. Um, otherwise, it thinks it's dead and nobody cares about it. So... Um, a blog can certainly be part of this, um, a YouTube channel, um, again, like what I'm doing here, a podcast. Uh, for one of my restaurants that I uh, that I manage, we do a Facebook Live every week with the wine director, um, and it's a great opportunity to uh, put him front and center. Um, it's a way to make the wine list and the wine program more accessible. Um, the whole idea is to, to engage with uh, patrons when they come in the restaurant, to have them say, hey, I know that guy, and, and to start a conversation. Because uh, when you start conversations, that's when we can really uh, find you the, the wine that you love. Um, so that was something that we did. Uh, that's one way of 
of, of helping to drive traffic and to spark conversations. Uh, so again, content strategy can come in a variety of different forms. We will get into the nuts and bolts down the line, but that is one, uh, that is one tool available to you. And finally, we have paid advertising. Um, uh, this should be and, and will be, again, an episode all into itself in time. But uh, this is where you open an AdWords account and you try to complement the work you're doing in the other areas um, with paid advertising to help drive uh, search results to your website. So when we talk about SEO, we're talking about driving organic search results. Uh, and then with paid advertising, with you know an, an AdWords account, we're trying to drive um, uh, paid search result. So this is where you uh, go to Google and you type in best restaurants in New York City and the first three hits have a little square that says ad right next to them. Um, and that's because those restaurants have paid to be listed up there so that they've, they've paid to, um, um, to get your attention. Um, so this can also be Facebook ads or uh, YouTube advertising. There are a variety of ways that you can um, do paid advertising. And I'm not su suggesting you do it. For a lot of uh, restaurants, this isn't necessarily worthwhile. Uh, but this is uh, another uh, digital marketing tool available to you. So those five tools, again, are SEO or search engine optimization, permission marketing, social media, content strategy, and paid advertising. Collectively, that makes up a comprehensive marketing strategy. You're gonna do one more than another, um, but you should give thought to everything. So for this week's assignment, uh, I want you to list all five categories and try to figure out what you're already doing and what you can be doing. Furthermore, I want you to figure out what's working and then identify some of the strategies that maybe your competitors are using um, that you might be able to, uh, to get in on. And then finally, for this week's continuing education, I'm going to link to a YouTube video I did just a little while back. Uh, it's all about the beginner's guide to digital marketing. It goes through the entire digital marketing arsenal, just like we've done here. I use a couple of different examples, but if you want to see my shining face and, uh, and continue learning uh, about this topic, I urge you to click the link and go ahead and watch. Um, from there, you can also watch some of the other videos that I've done, uh, kind of all about social media and, uh, and digital marketing. Uh, maybe you'll find some, uh, something interesting in there. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, report back. Uh, let me know what you liked, what you didn't like. If you want me to do more videos, I can certainly do more videos. But for now, uh, we've got the podcast. Again, this is Restaurant Strategy. As always, I want to thank you for tuning in. My name is Chip Close. I look forward to having you again next week. Uh, keep spreading the word. Go ahead and leave us a review or a rating. Make sure to subscribe. I will see you again soon. Thanks again.